It's your job to decide if it's a right match, if it's going to be a healthy thing moving forward for everyone involved. Hello, and welcome to Mom Fly Solo, the podcast to listen to when you need a lift. I'm your host, Michelle Fiala. You just heard the second movement of Bill Douglas's trio for oboe, bassoon, and piano number one, performed by me on oboe, Frank Morelli on bassoon, and the composer on piano. It's excerpted from The Light Wraps You on MSR Classics. After that, you heard a clip from this episode's interview with Emmy Hernandez, international love and relationship coach. As this is a Valentine's Day episode, I'll start with a heart-opening mindfulness exercise. Bring your awareness to your body. Sit or stand with good alignment. Scan your body from your head, jaw, neck, shoulders, arms, forearms, hands, upper back, lower back, chest, abdominals, hips, thighs, calves, all the way down to your feet. Wherever you feel excess tension, allow it to dissolve. Now, as you breathe in, visualize a person or situation that evokes your compassion. On the inhalation, visualize the person or people or other beings. On the exhalation, envision sending that person or people whatever they most need, whether it's food, health, a hug, anything. Let's continue this for a few moments. Thank you for being present with me today. This is the third part of my series of stories about online dating. This is the story I call The Call of Nature. The first time I introduced a guy to my son, I got it all wrong. I mean, on every possible front. We hadn't been dating that long, but it seemed to be going really well. On the way back from a trip, my son and I were passing through the city in which the guy lived. It seemed so perfect. We all liked hiking. We decided to meet at an urban metro park. Just secluded enough to feel like we were in nature, but with lots of amenities. Really, what could go wrong? In the beginning, it went as I had hoped. We stopped and watched some bison graze. Then we took a trail to a scenic overlook. When we reached it, we admired the view for a few seconds. And then my son, three at the time and newly potty trained, said he had to poop. As of this writing, a year later, it would be a no-brainer. I have earned my Mama Scouts badge in outdoor pooping. Many times over. I know that flat-leaf plantain exists for one reason and one reason only, to serve as outdoor kid toilet paper. But at the time, I was caught off guard. I was without my magic mom bag. We've got to get back to the visitor center really fast, I said. No, I can't wait, my son said. Well-meaning guy had found a trash can on the trail. Hold him up over this. I can't lift him that high, I called. 
I ended up holding him over a bush just off the path. Well-meaning guy searched the trash can and found a cup. He dug in his pockets and found a clean tissue. I scooped. I wiped. I disposed. I blushed. I then realized that my hand sanitizer was in the car in my magic mom bag. I spent the rest of the hike holding my left hand aloft and trying not to touch anyone. I gave well-meaning guy an awkward goodbye hug. And the first time I ever introduced a guy to my son, well, it was also the last time. And now for the interview portion of this month's episode. I'm here today with Emmy Hernandez, International Love and Relationship Coach. Welcome, Emmy, to the Mom Flies Solo podcast. Hello, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you so much for being here. We're very excited to hear from you. And I had a couple of questions I wanted to ask. When online dating, how can we formulate questions that help us better to get to know someone? Questions a little more interesting than, so what do you like to do for fun? Or, hey, what's up? Because we've all heard these before. I love this question, and I'm going to answer it by switching gears here a little bit. So I am trained, and I'm an expert in heterosexual relationships. So if you are a woman and a mom seeking a man uh, in a relationship, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch this up for you a little bit because it is not your job to be asking the questions. It is your job to be receiving them. So in order to set up your profile correctly, this is why I suggest for my clients to use Bumble. Bumble is one of my favorite apps. That is where I met my husband. And here's why. When you are matching and when you're swiping, the woman is the one that quote unquote makes the first move. Here's the thing. I don't tell my ladies to make the first move. The first move is to give the gentleman permission to contact you. So all that means is you say, hi, their name and a smiley face, just giving them permission to say hello to you. This won't work unless you have a proper profile set up. So your profile has to have pictures of you smiling, just pictures of you, no other people, men, women, no groups. I don't care if you say they're, it's my brother or your kids. Okay. We know you love your kids. We want you to say that you have kids in your profile, but they are not dating your kids. Whoever you're looking at is going to be looking at your pictures first. You want a picture of you portrait style. Then the next one of you full body and ideally doing activities. If you've traveled, put some pictures of you in your travels and in your captions and Bumble and Match and the other dating sites, you want to be answering things that are playful, okay? So you want to have someone get to know your personality a little bit and you want the pictures to tell a story. So if you've traveled, you want your pictures to have 
to be conversation starters so that the gentleman can ask you questions about yourself. And all you have to do is follow up on the conversation and continue the conversation. It is not your job to have to start the conversation with someone because if you're starting it, that means that you are the one pursuing. And by default, you're going to put yourself in a situation with an unhealthy man who is not wired to be a protector and provider. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's fascinating. That's a whole different, interesting take than I've had on dating profiles. Very interesting. Great. Okay. So now that we have that advice, um, then I'm also curious once you do meet someone, um, because this story is so much about the first time I introduced my son to someone, what advice do you have for single and sole parents about knowing when and how to introduce your child to someone you're dating? Yes. So I love this. And this is specifically for the ladies listening to this. So Michelle and I were talking in the green room before this, and we were talking about the importance of what the title means of single moms. And for my clients, I have them and I give them permission to relinquish the title. Okay. Relinquish the title of single moms, because when we hold on to that identity, for too long that actually hurts us. So you're just a mom. Lovely. You're a mom. <laughs> you Aww. might be a single you're you might be a single mom on certain forms for the government that you need to fill out, but when it comes to dating energetically choosing to hang on to the single motherhood identity is actually energetically pushing away someone that could potentially be in your life. So you're a mom seeking partnership. That's different identity than I'm a single mom. So now having talked a little bit about that, I want to go into the details of, yes, you want to make sure that the person that you're with and has potential for being a long-term partner is, is going to fit well with your children, right? So here's my thing, whether the child is two months or 12 years old or even older, I recommend a minimum, and this is a rule that I have with my clients, and when they break this, there's a lot of hurt feelings involved, a minimum of three months, bef way before they are ever introduced to your children in person, okay? And here's why, because it takes about 90 days for anyone to know if you are actually hanging out or, or dating someone. And by the way, once you introduce them or before you introduce them, you already have to be in a monogamous relationship. If you are in a situationship or if you think you're dating, if you think your boyfriend and girlfriend, absolutely do not introduce anyone. You want both parties' intentions to be super clear about what the future potentially holds. And by month three, you should already be clear what you are. If you're not boyfriend, girlfriend, never introduce someone to, in, to anybody that you're dating. <clears throat> so by 90 days, it gives you a little bit more of understanding if someone is potentially love bombing you aka gaslighting you or potential potentially toxic or narcissist they only have about a 90 day window so after 90 days they might start trying to take some of your power away trying to shift something so 
we want to make sure that you are not putting yourself or your children in any potential danger, either emotional or physical. So a minimum of nine of 90 days. So three months, ideally, I like my clients to wait six months before they introduce any variables to the relationship. Why? Because you want to see if you two are a match frequency wise first, first and foremost, you need to see if you are a match. If you are a match, then your partner is going to love your kids regardless. And if they don't, they're not a match in the first place. So I know a lot of moms try to introduce the kids sooner rather than later because, well, I'd rather know now. No, you need to know <laughs> if you like that person first and to see if they like you. That's the most important match. Your kids, especially if they're teenagers, might not be happy about the situation anyway. It's your job to decide if it's a right match and it's if it's going to be a healthy thing moving forward for everyone involved. So that's my sort of quick little suggestion there. It's minimum three months, ideally six. That's wonderful advice. Thank you so much. I think I'm going to have to change the name of my podcast, though. Now I'll be like mom flies seeking partnership. <laughs> there you go. Right. So I think you can keep the title and describe the importance of not accidentally energetically pushing people away. Fantastic. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much. My final question is how do our listeners, how do my listeners learn more about you? Yes. So they can go to emmyhernandez.com. That's E-M-M-Y-H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. That's emmyhernandez.com. And I'm on all the socials as well as Love Coach Emmy. You can download my free ebook. You can download my free soulmate love meditation and tons of other amazing, cool things that I do on there. I have several programs that anyone can sign up for. So I'd be happy to see you all over there. Great. Well, thank you again for being here today. This has been really informative and really exciting to talk to you. Thank you, Michelle. Happy to be on your show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. And I would love it if you would subscribe and share this podcast. Big shout out to my Patreon sponsors. And if you would like to join them, you can go to patreon.com, search for Mom Fly Solo, and become a sponsor at any level. Have a great Valentine's Day and a great February. I'll talk to you again in March.